The mud-splattered stagecoach rolled to a stop in front of the Chester Inn, where several people stood on the porch awaiting its arrival. Two were white men, each garbed in the plain suit and starched collar worn by missionaries. Two others were of Cherokee blood and wore an odd mixture of dress. Their leather moccasins rose nearly to the knees of their white man's trousers, sashes belted the waists of their white man's shirts, and brightly colored cloth wound turban fashion about their heads. A young woman of uncommon beauty and self-possession stood apart from the group. Clothed in a purple daydress and a matching silk bonnet trimmed with pink roses, the girl had lustrous black hair parted in the center and swept sleekly back from features that appeared to have been sculpted by an artist's hand. Her black slave hovered nearby. Anxious to meet the new tutor, Temple Gordon glanced impatiently at the stagecoach driver. He moved, in her estimation, with irritating slowness as he climbed down from the seat and slogged through the mud to the coach door. She wished he would hurry, for she had heard that the Georgia Guard were in the area, and it hardly mattered to her whether it was truly the state militia that had been seen or one of the numerous bands of marauders known locally as pony clubs. Temple knew the ill-trained and ill-disciplined Georgia Guard were essentially vigilantes with an exaggerated sense of self-importance and disdain for the rights of others. She needed to collect the family's new tutor, Miss Eliza Hall, and be quickly on her way. She was not so much concerned for her own safety as she was for her mother. Victoria Gordon had remained at home alone with the children, and Temple was fearful of how they would react should the guard arrive at Gordon Glen. Spring place, the driver yelled as he yanked open the stagecoach door. A young missionary, thin of face and long of body, stepped out first. All arms and legs like some gangly colt, he turned to assist a female passenger who was tall and plain. The woman bore no resemblance at all to the starched and primly groomed missionary wives who had taught Temple at the Brainerd Mission School. Stray wisps of light brown curls poked out from beneath a bonnet that was slightly askew. Her brown traveling suit was rumpled, and the angle of her chin was almost combative. While Temple watched, the young woman negotiated the three muddy yards to the inn's steps and marched straight up to Charlie Bluebird and Tom Morgan. I am Eliza Hall from Massachusetts, she announced. I am to be met at this place by Will Gordon. Temple turned to her waiting servant, who was dressed in the livery of a footman. I believe the woman in the brown dress is the new tutor, Miss Eliza Hall. Bring her to me, Ike. Yes, I'm Miss Temple, he said with a quick bob of his head, moving to do her bidding. The new tutor continued to stand before the pair of Cherokee men, bewilderment evident in her expression when neither responded. She took no notice of the servant's approach. When Ike reached her, he took off his hat. Begging your pardon, miss, 
Ike said, at last claiming her attention. Be you Ms. Hall from up north? It took the woman a full second to decipher his thickly drawled question. I am, yes. Ms. Temple, she be waiting for you over there. With a sweep of his doffed hat, Ike gestured to Temple, then indicated that the new tutor should precede him. The woman cast a puzzled glance at the lanky young missionary with her. He too seemed a bit taken aback by the turn of events, but nodded for her to proceed, then followed himself as she walked over to Temple. That will be all for now, Ike. Temple dismissed her black servant with a flick of her gloved hand and studied the new tutor with undisguised curiosity. You are Miss Eliza Hall from Massachusetts?